this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you don't know what Anchor is and you're thinking about starting a podcast, you should probably find out what Anchor is because Anchor is a free way to host your podcasts. It also gives you creation tools like the ability to record yourself, record with other people, edit as well, and do it from your phone or your computer. You don't need to go buy fancy tools to start. You can start with Anchor. And you can hit the nice distribute button, and it's going to send it out to all the places you want it to be, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. In addition to that, you can make money from your podcast with no basic listenership. In other words, if you only have 10 people because you're just starting, you can still monetize that. It's really hard to find a better place to start. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started on the crazy podcast journey. Welcome to Random Badassery, all you little creative beasts This is the podcast dedicated to creativity and dissecting it like a beautiful little butterfly or maybe even a frog in science class. Uh, I'm Chad Hall, and uh, my co-host, as always, is Lam Wen. Hello. Hey, Lam, tell me something before we go any further. I've been wondering this. Is there a little subtlety to how you say that your last name that, you know, like as, as an American, I just say Wen? Or is there a subtlety there? Yeah, there's there's definitely a subtlety there. Um, it's a phoneme that the English language just doesn't have, which is a subtle NG roll with the back of the tongue. Um, I've tried to teach people how to say it. It's win, um, but it's 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 easy to it, when you hear it as an as an American, like it's tough to to really decipher what kind of noise my mouth is making. Um, so win is probably the closest the closest most people can get without a lot of practice. That's something I would like to learn. I will say, though, anyone who's done, uh, you know, um, choir work and sung in uh, either Latin or German has an easier time with it. I guess there are some in the German language that are similar um, phoneme-wise. So um, a Germanic language speaker would probably have an easier time with it. That's like for me, when I was taking Spanish, uh, rolling the R's was difficult for me. I could never roll my R's. Hmm. I would make an er sound. Anyways, sidetrack at the beginning of the episode, thanks to me, (laughs) but important. It's important to say people's names correctly. Um, How are you doing, Lam? I'm doing great. I've been, uh, you know, working pretty hard on on, on rebooting a bunch of my uh, um, artistic stuff and creative stuff as well, Um, not just for the sake of this podcast, but in general, but I find that the podcast kind of pushes me in that direction, so it's good. Um, Also been uh, pretty pretty impressed with how much how much more traction our podcast has been getting, been getting lately too I, I know that you've been tracking that stuff pretty specifically on your side so let's let's give some shout outs to people man yeah um so we had we had a couple people that are actually starting to interact with us which is always like that's my favorite part is just hearing you know what we're, you and i are talking it's always inspiring to us but to hear 
um, what it's doing for other people or if it's doing anything for other people. And uh, on Twitter, we had uh, Edgar Saunders in Latvia. He's a musician and a writer. Um, he just sent over a little Twitter, uh, a little tweet on Twitter saying that uh, the Neil Gaiman episode was really inspiring for him. So, uh, hello, Edgar's. And uh, and then on our subreddit, we had someone. Obviously, I don't know if this is male or female because subreddit, I mean, uh, Reddit handles are just um, non-gender specific. Uh, Keycracker as a writer, aspiring writer and blogger. And uh, also found a lot of motivation in, in in some of our episodes, and that's I mean, in all honesty, for me, that's why I'm here. Yeah, I just want, and I think we're both on the same page on this. I mean, when are we not on the same page? Sure. Um, we just I want you guys to go out there and make stuff, and if we can help in any way, that's what we want to do. That's why we're dissecting creativity. We want you guys to use it. I mean, that was the original intention of, uh, I mean, even before uh, when we were not in this format, uh, we were still doing, um, you know, productivity tools and things like that to help people get more pr productive. But obviously, given that both of us have lived such artistically swayed lives, um, it only made sense that we, we dissected our, our heroes and examined their creative processes. So I know for my intention and your intention, we, we've talked about this one so many times. Uh, for us, if we can do anything to help any of you out there find new ways to create, then that's exactly why we're here. Um, and if we can motivate you to take the tools that we give you, whether it's through these in-between episodes where we actually give you tools or we give you the creative processes of some of our heroes, um, if you can combine them and mix them into a, a sweltering pot of awesomeness, um, then you know creativity comes out, and that's that's exactly what we want. And that's a good thing to point out right now, too, because we have so many new listeners thanks to the Overcast app. Um, thank you, Overcast. I, I wish I had the name of the developer that I could say his name right now or her name. Um, but thank you. Because of your recommend button for almost a little over a week, we were the number one podcast in the arts section, which was kind of mind-blowing because that put us over things that I respect, like fresh air. Yeah. Um, it's, it was incredible. I mean, we're still in the top 10, I think. Um, but for every one of you out there who's hit the recommend button in the Overcast app, thank you. You've um, given us exposure to a larger audience. And anybody who really loves us, we're going to probably mention this again at the end of the show, but if you take the four, four minutes it takes to go into iTunes and rate and review us, even if you only have like two minutes and you want to just give us a star review, that would help us dramatically. Um, but I don't want to harp on that too long because nobody loves hearing that. They really don't. Uh, just so stoked at how many listeners. I mean, we've we've tripled, at least. Yeah, it's amazing, actually. Um, I, I, it's humbling in a lot of ways, just because, you know, for you and I, I don't think for a long time it was never really about. <clears throat> excuse me, it wasn't about the number of people who listened. We just wanted to. Whether it was one person or, or 20 people, we wanted to, to reach people and really make a difference in their creative lives. And, you know, the fact that we're now in the hundreds and in some case um, cracking the thousand mark with a couple of our episodes, I mean, that's that's almost overwhelming in a sense, and it's really humbling. Um, it gives Chad and I much stronger motivation to continue doing this and to continue providing you guys with, with the tools and motivation necessary to start creating things of your own. And in, And for all of you who are new listeners maybe only listen to the last episode maybe this is your first episode this is our in-between episode as lamb said this is our middle of the month episode this is where we kind of talk about 
what's going on in our creative lives, how we're using the lessons that we've learned from our beginning of the month episodes, um, any tools or trip tricks or techniques that we've figured out since the last time um, we did one of these episodes. And then the, the beginning of the month episodes are all um, breakdown studies of one specific artist each month. And actually, this is a good time to announce our next episode is the wonderful, the amazing, the inspiring Frida Kahlo. Oh. So if you know who Frida Kahlo is, shoot us over some stuff on the Reddit or on uh, Twitter or even send us a message on Instagram. Uh, anything that you know about Frida Kahlo, anything cool about Frida Kahlo that you've seen that you want us to see, you don't want us to miss. And if you don't know who Frida Kahlo is, go check her out. It's F-R-I-D-A, second name. K-A-H-L-O, Frida Kahlo. Go check her out. Go look at her paintings. Be ready for the next episode. And and just on that note, too, um, there will be a few people out there who um, wonder why she does nothing but self-portraits. Research that part of her life and find out why. It is one of the saddest and most inspiring stories you'll ever hear. It is absolutely brutal. Yeah, I mean, the Frida Kahlo story is one of those stories where you cannot separate the life of the artist from the art that they created. The, the two Absolutely. are intertwined inextricably. I mean, it, it's they're just bound together. Yeah. And for somebody who does self-portraits themselves as their major artistic outlet, she's a huge inspiration for me. But we'll save the rest of that conversation for two weeks from now. <laughs> I feel like we're both ready to have it now, but yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I've been ready for the Frida Kahlo thing for a long time. It's just... Uh, okay. Lamb. So, uh, you said you had a lot of topics. I've got a lot of topics. Um, why don't you shoot us one? Um, I guess the, the first one for me, I, I, for any of you who, who know me out there and for most of you who don't, um, my biggest form of self-expression uh, when it comes to my artistic life is photography, um, followed very closely by writing. Um, and so, for me, I wanted to talk a little bit about photography, um, which will segue into another part of a conversation that Chad and I have been meaning to have about what you do with your art once you've created it. Um, so for me, I, I've been looking for new tools to be able to organize and edit photos on my phone. Um, so I, I had meant to read something today that I found yesterday on Neil Gaiman, and I didn't even get a chance to read it. And it's a his interview with the Paris Review, which is almost always an outstanding interview from authors if they're with the Paris Review. So I feel I feel a little lacking not having read that. But that's mm. usually my train of work. And then as I'm doing that, I usually take some just random notes of interesting things that might spark uh, conversation while we're here. And, mm -hmm. and I just tape that up while we're talking. And then I glance over it every once in a while so that we never have a long dead space, even though we've never, ever, ever had that problem. <laughs> that is, yeah, I, I highly doubt that will ever be an issue. I mean, if anything, you and I have said this in the past with other episodes, if anything, we we feel like we have to cut it short because uh, even with, you know, a guy like Neil Gaiman, for example, I feel like we might get through 30% of what we want to talk about. Might. <laughs> oh, it's, it's insane. I mean, he's got, I would say, I'm looking at the list right now. I'd say that's about approximately 20 books yeah. um that's not including the 13 children's books he's written mm -hmm. um and it's not including the decades and decades of comic book work this is just we're talking novels a couple nonfiction books a couple short stories 
books, collections, and not to mention he's done five or six film, uh, well, he's written and directed a few things, and some are just adaptations of his work, and yeah. same with television. Like, the American, American Gods is a TV show that's coming out this year. He did voice acting at some point. Do you know for what? I couldn't find that. I know he was in an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. But he, um, he did he did some voice work somewhere else too, and I've been trying to track that down. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I didn't run across anything about that. But mm. the fact that he was in The Simpsons is proof that he's made it. Well, that's <laughs> that's any that's that's probably a bucket list item for both of us. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like um, number one. Do you have your own Wikipedia page? Cool. Now you're sure. a grade C celebrity. If you if you make it to The Simpsons, you're you're a grade A. <laughs> sure. Um. I think that we've mentioned Sandman a few times, and I think that for the most part, we're probably going to focus on that a lot this episode, just because uh, in a lot of ways, it's impossible to divorce Neil Gaiman from Sandman. Um, for those who don't know, Sandman was a comic that uh, Neil Gaiman did for almost two decades. Actually, technically, he's still writing it because it's back. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how frequently he's doing that because I haven't seen any of the new stuff. But the base, basically, Sandman as a character exists both in Marvel and DC as two different characters. Um, this was originally a reference to the DC character, the Sandman, which was a guy who was in a suit, wore a gas mask, and shot a gun that had like this dust and put people to sleep. But mm -hmm. it was kind of like a not very popular character. So Neil Gaiman came along and they said, here, you, you can use the name Sandman. Don't worry about anything.